Welcome to our brand new show It's not that complicated so listen close We'll go through IMDB Reviewing all of an actor's movies Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank Alexander, uh, given the timing of our recording uh, and you know the important events that have happened since we last recorded, uh, I thought it important to start this week uh, with a moment of um, silence and reflection uh, in honour of the death of Tom Hanks's career. Uh, obviously, it's a very sad time for, for many people. Um, I know we shouldn't be surprised. Tom Hanks's career was very old, uh, but I know you know some people are coming out of the woodwork now, saying you know we shouldn't really be celebrating Tom Hanks's career. That Tom Hanks's career did some really sketchy shit in the '80s. But I I think it's really uh, an opportunity for you know normal people like you and me to to come together and remember the good times. Uh, and not the terrible, terrible times that have become the death of fucking Tom Hanks' career. Hey, 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 okay? Elvis was great, all right? Elvis Yeah, and it, it wasn't fantastic. because of Tom Hanks. <laughs> Elvis was good, and it was not anything to do with Tom Hanks. I love Tom Hanks and Elvis. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an Elvis believer. I'm a Tom Hanks believer in that. Uh, the same cannot be said for Pinocchio. <laughs> not, not that we are front-loading our opinions on this movie, but uh, let's get into the regular things with hello and welcome to Hanks Bank. Back to the Blanks Bank. Back to the Hanks Bank version again. The show where we're chronologically reviewing Tom Hanks's demise into <laughs> lack of superstardom. Uh, I'm Jamie Loxton, and with me, as always, is my co-host Al Gillespie. Say hello, Al. Hello, Al. I don't. Honestly, it's been long enough since I watched it. I don't know which character you're pretending to be because I have tried to block as much of this movie out of my fucking Oh, oh, don't worry, Jamie. I'm me after watching Pinocchio. I'm the worst <laughs> character of them all. Oh. oh do you ha- do, I mean, do we want to just, do we want to literally, do you have I mean, anything you want to talk about that's happened since we, you know, it's been a few, few a while, a few while since we last I, recorded. Uh, here's the thing, Jamie. I'm not a monarchist, okay? You know, yeah. famously. Don't particularly like the Queen. Cool. Uh, we're still expecting a day off in Canada uh, <laughs> when she died. You know, I wanted to watch it. I get it. It's at three in the morning, I found out, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, you know, Australia. Australia got one. Okay, yeah. yeah. New Zealand. New Zealand got a day off. All right? Now, the Queen is still the Queen of Canada, Yep. So, you know, rightfully, I feel like if the president died while in office, people would actually know America sucks. But, like, you know, it, in, in like, France, if the president died, you get a month off. So I yep. feel quite rightfully we should, you know, have at least one. I spent uh, hours of productive work time uh, staring at Twitter, waiting for Justin Trudeau to do it. And the guy cowered it out. He went, it's a federal holiday. Screw that, Jamie. Federal systems suck. All that means is that kids got it. Then they said, okay, well, what, what do the provinces say? And the provinces say, it's, it's, uh, again, it's a, it's a, we'll give it off to public sector workers and children and no one else. Uh, so I had to take my own good time off, Jamie, to uh, oh. fall asleep and think about the Queen. 
Um, uh, I I do have a question for you. Uh, as I assume you are the only British person in your place of work, or at least one of only a few. Um, did you well, have people sort of asking you, how are you doing? Sorry for your loss. Were people concerned for your emotional well-being? Now, Jamie, uh, are you a boy on Pleasure Island? Because you're an ass, okay? Because <laughs> you assumed there's at least three of us at work, uh, including my boss. Uh, so I did have an awkward conversation with him where I was like, uh, do we get the day off? And he was like, I don't think so. No. Oh, um, which was sad. I did, I did have people uh, ask me if I'm okay. Uh, once again... They've had the Queen as their head of state for as long as I have had the Queen as my head of state. It's not like we invaded them in 1995. Um, <laughs> um, well, if it makes you feel any better, uh, I am still a member of uh, of this state, still resigning here, and I didn't get the day off because I'm self-employed, and the people oh. I was teaching that day were American, and they <laughs> did not give a shit. Um, so uh, I, I equally had to work uh, very disrespectfully. Oh. Oh. Very disrespectfully, I had to work. In fact, uh, <laughs> my mum got quite annoyed that I did not honour the minute silence at 11 o'clock. And I was like, I was working. I can't just tell a 10-year-old to shut up for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I feel guilty because I didn't just take the day off. I did use a holiday day to uh, think about the Queen. Um which was oh, uh, very, uh, very, very sappy of you, and it's, it's, you know, oh. it, it is, it's what she would have wanted. Yeah. I've been using that as an excuse quite a lot recently. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's four p.m. on a Sunday. I might yeah. have a pint because it's what she would have wanted. See, see, Tom wanted. Hanks was sitting down uh, in front of the script for Pinocchio, and his agent was saying, "Don't do this film." I know Robert Zemeckis this is your friend, but don't do this film. And he went, "But it's what the Queen would have wanted." <laughs> and he's it's like, "The Queen's still alive." Look, the Queen needed another terrible Disney movie to fill up Christmas Day. She can only cover about 10 minutes of it. Although, admittedly, you know, they're going to be playing the King's Speech uh, every Christmas Day these days. So, you know, that's at least two more hours covered up of uh, BBC uh, coverage on Christmas Day. Um, Right. Uh, Before we get into Pinocchio, um, I wrote a song. Um, It's very brief. Don't worry. Sure. I have um, some questions after you finish your song. So cool, thank you very uh, much. Um, there's no backing track to this one. It's it's uh, you know it's what the Queen would have wanted. It's based on a hymn. Um, Pinocchio, boy full of woe. <laughs> Tom Hanks does an accent that sucks. I wrote no more lyrics for this song So I'll make them up as I go along Hopefully it'll be done soon Hopefully it'll be done soon I very much lost the uh, meter at the very end there but hopefully it'll be done soon my sentiments about that song and how I felt during Pinocchio Uh, I basically wrote that uh, about three weeks ago before I even watched the movie kind of assuming that Tom Hanks was going to do a terrible accent I forgot to finish the song but I found it funny that I was absolutely fucking correct (laughs) Um, so let's talk about this movie yeah, 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 yeah 
You have I some had, questions? I had some questions, Jamie, before we get into anything. This is the first Disney movie. Well, that's not true. We've done Disney movies, but this is the first quote-unquote Disney movie we've done with Tom Hanks. Um, yes. You know, in the, in the sense of classic Disney, uh, when we were growing up, it would have been the Pinocchio was in the Disney vault. Um, now, as we talked before, uh, Jamie, I've grown up with uh, sisters. Uh, I have one sister, so I'm not sure if I threw on that plural there. I grew up with a sister. <laughs> you grew up, I, and a brother. Uh, you just grew up with a brother. Which yes. leads me to the question, as a kid, how much classic Disney did you watch? Obviously, Disney famous for its princess movies. Like, I definitely watched them. Uh, I did not come from a household that would be, you know, re-watching Disney movies over and over and over. So I'm certain I did see Cinderella at some point. Uh, I obviously watched, you know, Your Lion Kings. I watched Pinocchio at some point. But uh, we were not a... Um, let the kids watch the Disney movie over and over. Can I do not consider Disney movies as like a real core part of my childhood experience, like a lot of people our age do. Mm-hmm. I don't have that same nostalgic connection. I'm not saying I don't think they're very good movies. I think they are very good movies. And I will complain plenty about the live action remakes perhaps later today um but uh it is not coming from a place of i feel like they're ruining these sort of uh childhood treasures of mine and then going on to second question we're gonna withhold any judgment but which of the remakes have you seen which of the remakes have i seen so i uh, actually for no reason at all uh, do have a list um perhaps with some numbers and percentages next to them that we're going to talk about later um i've seen beauty and the beast i've seen the jungle book and I have not seen any of the others. <laughs> so just uh, Beauty and the Beast and the Jungle Book. So I have not seen... Uh, of the other ones that I think are generally considered decent, the Cinderella one is apparently considered decent. I'm not including, like, not that I have seen them either, but, like, the ones that do a slightly different take, like the Maleficent. Cruella or yeah, the Maleficent, stuff that's... like that. I don't... They're, they're, they're yeah. at least telling their own story. I don't consider them yeah, the we'll, same sort of category. We'll get on to those ones... Um... Because I, I, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get onto those ones. Um, yes, of the ones I've seen, I remember Beauty and the Beast being fine. Uh, thought Emma Watson wasn't particularly good casting for that. Uh, I did think The Jungle Book was a very good movie. I thought The Jungle Book was a very good live action movie. Yeah, people really uh, like The Jungle Book, which I haven't seen. Uh, I have watched, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and of course now Pinocchio. Obviously, uh, 101 Dalmatians. Uh, saw in cinemas. Great film. Uh, I believe Wait, I also saw 102 Dalmatians. That's right, Jamie. They started earlier than you thought. They were working on it in the early 2000s. Oh, you yes, dumbass. of course. Yeah. You dumbass. Yeah, I um, guess that does count. I have also seen 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've seen... Uh, I'm going to say the ones I've finished. Uh, Alice, Alice uh, in Wonderland. Alice Through the Looking Glass. Uh, I'm really disappointed that you didn't watch those, Jamie. Oh, I guess... Oh yes, no. I guess I have seen Alice in One. Again, I don't. I'm. I'm not, those of, are really. Those are not really adaptations of the. Yeah, the, I'm. The, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Basically, post like 2015, when it became their yeah. mission to remake every single yeah. um, uh, cartoon one. But Aladdin, you are correct. I have seen Alice uh, in Wonderland. Aladdin. I watched that. The Lion King. Uh, didn't watch Lady and Trump. Didn't watch Mulan. Uh, I thought there's more than this. I, I don't know why. I felt like there's more than just these ones. Oh crap! Some of them. Mm, I'm looking forward to two of them. One is the Mufasa movie made by Barry Jenkins, uh, Academy Award winning. Oh, not sorry, uh, not. Yeah, Academy Award winning director of uh, Moonlight. Uh, 
uh, and uh, a great director of uh, If It Was You Could Talk, uh, and uh, Pizza Pan and Wendy by David Lowry, the guy who directed a ghost story, uh, famous for being the movie in which Rooney Mara eats a pie. Uh, I, I think you are ignoring clearly the uh, uh, for listeners we are looking at the list of upcoming live action uh disney remakes uh you are ignoring the guy Ritchie hercules movies that is apparently coming up and you know what i've uh, i take everything back i've ever said about um, live action remakes <laughs> that's gonna be fucking great um but uh yeah oh uh, and of course, uh, just to briefly uh, jump into the culture wars, do you have an opinion on the Little Mermaid? <laughs> no, <laughs> don't bully kids. Uh, it's a yeah. kids movie. Do- it's fine. It's whatever. I'm- kids will like it. Yeah. <laughs> kids will like it. Uh, I-, I think there's many things wrong. <laughs> with yes. what I think about this upcoming remake and I want to make it very clear none of them are to do with the race of the characters <laughs> that have been cast I think there are plenty of things wrong with how it looks yeah. but, yes. but not that specific <laughs> sorry yeah no very much agree with that um, um, right I feel I, I feel yeah. really bad when people have to go really hard for movies which don't look very good like no. imagine if imagine if Geppetto in this was black and people had to go really hard defending <laughs> Pinocchio. Um, oh, thank God we do not have to defend it. Uh, we are talking, of course, about the Pinocchio 2022 movie. Uh, do not confuse this with the other Pinocchio 2022 movie that is coming out later this year with Guillermo del Toro. Oh. That is the uh, stop action, uh, stop motion animated one coming up. This one is the one directed, as you've already mentioned, by Robert Zemeckis with Tom Hanks as uh, Geppetto. We also have uh, Cynthia Erivo as the uh, fairy godmother or whatever her fucking character is uh we have luke evans as uh the big evil scary man uh we have joseph gordon levitt as um uh jiminy cricket and a few other actors also appearing in this keegan uh michael key probably the only other one that most people will have heard whoa, of although whoa. i'm very sorry to any of the other actors uh, who people uh, may have heard of what about uh the best thing about beauty and the beast uh 2018 uh, of course luke evans uh i mentioned luke evans he's in he's, you did yeah, he's, you did apologies yeah, sorry he's, I, he's, I, he's the coachman um, he's the coachman I, was, I forgot his name but yes um those are we're gonna cars. get to that we're gonna get to that. this film has a lot to talk about okay yeah, it's um, you may some people may be thinking there was a Tom Hanks Pinocchio that came out recently, and yeah, because it dropped straight to Disney Plus. Uh, not a huge amount of fanfare, um, probably because I think somewhere along the way they knew this wasn't going to be very fucking good. Otherwise, they probably would have released it in cinemas. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, shall we just shall we get straight into it? Yeah. Um, well, uh, can I just throw out? Sorry, I do want to yeah. say beforehand. I feel this is the same tier as Dumbo. So when they do these remakes, I feel there are two tiers of remakes. One is this has a princess, and I think those ones they expect to do very well, and they release into cinemas. Um, and for example, if Disney Plus were around when Dumbo came out, I think they would have just released Dumbo onto Disney Plus. Well, I reckon this going straight onto Disney Plus was probably in reaction to Dumbo being an absolute flop at the box office how much did um, Dumbo do uh let's find out Dumbo. i think i think it's less about i think it's probably less about dumbo and more dumbo about Mulan made having one of- dumbo made 1.3 million dollars at the box office on a what? budget of nine hundred and fifty thousand. 
That's pretty cheap. Oh, no, wait. Wait, no, that's ignore cotton. me. Ignore me. That is, that is the original Dumbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I apologize. That is the original It, it made, according to this, at least $353 million against a budget of $170 million. So you're right. That would be considered a flop, but it's not a horrific flop. It's not a horrific um, plot, but by Disney standards, especially on some of these remakes, which have, like, lest we forget the fucking Alice in Wonderland movies made over a billion fucking dollars for some reason. Um, which Only the first knows. one. Only the first one made a billion dollars. Yes, um, I, don't, I think the second one made a lot less. Anyway, the second better one did not, surprisingly. Um, let's dive into this. So we, uh, Alexander, of course, is your favorite part of the show. One sec. Oh, this film begins as all good films should, with a sad little man touching a wooden boy, crafting his face. That's right, Tom Hanks is back, baby. You loved him in Elvis doing an accent. He was Dutch there. Now you're gonna love him doing an Italian accent. Oh, hey, well, manja. Okay, well, and he wants to manja this wooden boy. Let's let's immediately talk about the accent. Yeah. Is he doing an Italian accent? So, Genuinely question. The, is he there are doing two an Italian things. accent? Here is my thing. I think Tom Hanks correctly, I'm not sure if it's in reaction to having walked off this. I don't know. He must have directed this before, done this before Elvis. Um, but I have to assume uh, he decided you can get away with doing a little bit of a... Uh, Italian accent. I wouldn't even call it an Italian accent. There's just hints that he's trying not to do his own accent. Yes, that's the else. best I can it's, give it. He's he's adding a little bit of musicality to it. But but especially especially because the other characters do. Hey, do a look very at me. Strong Italian hey, Pinocchio, you wooden boy. Hey, why don't you go and you stick so, your nose in the dirt? I can only assume that there is another cut of this movie where Tom Hanks is doing a fucking really broad Italian accent and he was told to tone it down. Yeah. Do you because think do you think that after Elvis came out they went ADR the entire thing? Like ADR at all. <laughs> you don't like your accents. <laughs> I, I, and I don't know why they would think, you know, Tom Hanks has been so famous for his accent work throughout his career. From, you know, The Terminal to Cloud Atlas. He's always been known for doing such incredible accent work. So, yes, we do have Tom Hanks doing his, I guess, maybe Italian accent. But, Alexander, you have skipped over the appearance of perhaps an even wilder vocal oh, performance. Immediately off the top, we get Jiminy Cricket and you would not recognize this is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes. You would never... Uh, I do not recognize it as his voice at all. I, he is going ham for this Jiminy Cricket I, voice. I, I knew beforehand, which probably doesn't help. Sorry, uh, but, yeah. but but you're right, Jamie. You're right. Apologies. Don John himself. That's <laughs> right. The cricket who can't stop sticking it uh, has uh, an issue... Uh, and the issue is his butt is cold. He runs into uh, the house where he walks in on a disturbing scene. Tom Hanks <laughs> once again chiseling away at this boy's face. Oh no, he says, I've walked in on a murder. It's a Hannibal-style grotesque house filled with cl cuckoo clocks, which I hate because all the cuckoo clocks are doing scenes from Disney movies. Yes, yeah, they're, they're all referenced. There's like a Woody cuckoo clock and a Cinderella cuckoo clock. And I, 
I've talked about this before, and I get kids' movie. Who cares? But just think about the implications of your own decisions immediately. Like you create Woody in this universe. That means Toy Story exists in the universe of Pinocchio, which means every time someone looks at Geppetto in this, they should go, wow, you really look like Tom Hanks, the guy who plays Woody, who exists in this universe. No, no, no. JB, I don't want to be rude. What year do you think this is set in? Well, uh, well, a, a long there are no time movies. ago. I, I think it's like well, yeah, 1800s. So, so, it's late. There's, well, no, yeah, there's uh, no movies. It, it is. It is based on a uh, a book that was written in the 1800s, and then obviously the movie in the like, 1930s, whatever. But okay, it's set in the 1800s. Now consider the implications that Woody sure, exists sure. in the 1800s. Uh, gladly, you know what that means, Jamie. If Woody exists in the 1800s, that Woody we know from Toy Story, of course, is based on an 1800s Italian toy. Okay. <laughs> Invented by Geppetto. What this means is Geppetto himself is the uh, the the master craftsman of every story we've ever seen. That's right, Jamie. Get ready for the Disney Cinematic Universe. Everyone is just a product of Geppetto. I um, mean, if if we could consider a metaphor or or a more obvious visual way of representing the difference between, say, a Pixar movie. And a modern day Disney Studios movie. Let's look at Pixar's allusions to its other movies. You know, you get a subtle little, maybe the, the pizza van from um, from Toy Story appears in the background. Or or one of the three-eyed aliens is a, a prize in a fucking uh, claw machine or something like that in one of the other movies. You know, nice little subtle Easter eggs for someone else. Disney Studios is like, do you remember every movie we've ever made? Well, here they are front of you we're going to launder their reputation to make you think this movie's good bobby Semeckis has made good movies but when? not for so long <laughs> when? but not for so long forrest gump uh, we, is a great film we cast away we can, really good movie people liked can, flight we can get depressed about how terrible this movie is in general at the end let's get through this so yeah, Geppetto's fiddling around with his uh, little wooden boy. Um, and uh, Oh, no, no, know. and he's looking at a photo of his dead son. This is not in the oh, original yeah, yeah. version. His son is dead in the original version, but it's not that he's explicitly trying to make a, like, wooden copy of his son, like the TV show Servant uh, with uh, from M. Night Shyamalan. This is now a horror film. Okay, yeah. this is now straight up a horror movie. If you, uh, if Geppetto is trying to re- bring his son back from the dead with the creepy little puppet, look at my little puppet, my boy is back. Look. <laughs> but this is the issue: he brings his boy back looking like a monster. He looks like Pinocchio, but insane. At this point, Jamie, I realize that everything in this movie is going to be CGI, and it depresses me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the the cat, uh, which yeah. I can't remember the name of, but uh, my uh, girlfriend Figaro. was very angry for not uh, Figaro. Um, Figaro is completely CGI in this movie. Uh, so yeah, ev- like well, I'll, importantly I'll to, else, to... Jamie, uh, sexy fish is uh, CGI yep. in this movie. I assume because they couldn't find a fish sexy enough uh, yep. just to put in the regular film. Um, and that that does. When we get to the scene, I will discuss the the horrifying realization I had that everything was CGI in this movie. But Pinocchio, uh, you know, he's been made. Geppetto goes to sleep, and a random beam of light comes out the window, oh, bounces no, no. off he a mirror. He makes a wish upon a star. Jesus Christ! He does make clear, a wish clear, upon a get star. Get your Disney head back <laughs> in order. He makes a wish upon a star. 
And but then he... while he's asleep, a random magical light comes through the window, hits uh, Pinocchio, and he comes to life. It's not and... random. It's from the Blue Fairy, you moron. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not. Stop. Sorry. These, oh aren't, my God. these aren't. These are coinciding events, okay? You know, we're talking great screenwriting, okay? We know he made a wish. The universe gave it back. It is very ordered. The universe isn't random. We all love Geppetto. Wishes come true. The Blue Fairy shows up, as you said. Okay. The fairy comes in. She's like, hey, what's up, boy? Um, you're going to need someone to look after you. Oh, look, here's a talking cricket next to you. <laughs> One and done. It don't need an interview process. You seem chill, mate. I'll give you a little makeover. So Jiminy Cricket is uh, set to be um, the person in charge of Pinocchio and, and, and his carer. Um, so Pinocchio is no, alive. No, his conscience. His conscience. His conscience. You're losing all Look. the points of the movie. Alexa- Alexander. He is a conscience. Uh, Alexander, I'm going conscience. to... conscience. How Alexander, could you I'm not know to... that Jimmy Cricket is the conscience? Well, perhaps because it doesn't make much fucking sense in this movie. But I'm going to pull the curtain <laughs> back a little bit, Alexander. Maybe we were supposed to record this podcast last week. So I watched this movie fucking two weeks should ago. I give, should I give... Okay, so, so that's okay, Jamie. All right. You, you gave me some time off. So let, let me... Let me... Let me shoulder the burden. Okay? okay. Instead of you massacring Pinocchio, the story. So of I'm course not the, the one that is massacred. The blue fairy goes, you're a real boy. Pinocchio's a little dumbass, all right? Pinocchio keeps repeating stuff. She gives him a brain. That's right. This is the Wizard of Oz. Uh, at this point, Jiminy Cricket's like, he needs a conscience. Otherwise, he's going to go around murdering people because we're in a horror movie version of Pinocchio. This movie yeah. deeply upset Alyssa. We'll talk about it at the end. She was very <laughs> upset. We've been watching a lot of spooky season movies due to uh, it being Halloween. It's not Halloween. It's September. But uh, despite that, this is the scariest thing I've watched uh, in the last month. Um, the Blue Fairy sings a little song. Jamie, why is she not in the same room? Oh, yeah, no, no, absolutely. She, her eyeline is all fucking over the place. What do you mean why she's not in the same... What do you mean why she's not in the same room? Everything else is CGI, Alexander. Of course she's not in the same but fucking there's a, room. But there's clearly a room... There's clearly a, there was a physical room at some point. This isn't just. A I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure. I I think I think but, this entire fucking house might be just a green screen. Yeah. With yeah. like a couple stools and stuff. So yeah, her eyeline is all over the sure, place. She is never fucking looking at Jiminy. She Cricket sings in the face. when you wish upon a star. Uh, yep. Oh, Tom Hanks sings a song at some point. That's bad. That maybe that's nice. Anyway, uh, she, she sings it when it wish upon a star. She doesn't look very good. Because of the CGI, um, she herself is beautiful, but, you know, that, that's beside the point. Uh, but anyway, so she's like, no, you're a real boy. You're an almost real boy. She's kind of mad at Geppetto for making this wish upon, like, a wooden thing rather than the corpse yep. of a child, I assume. That's what she wanted. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, she, she was like, I can do so much better than this. Yeah, but, you <laughs> know. You made me make this monstrosity, whereas I could just bring a zombie into the world. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, uh, so you're so, an almost real boy. She sets up the conflict of the movie. The conflict of the movie is Pinocchio wants to be a real boy. To become a real boy, he has to go undergo some trials. Uh, but to undergo the trials, he has to have a conscience. He will develop a conscience. But before then, he needs Jiminy Cricket to be his conscience. Cool. Yes. And they do some dancing. Then, yes. So this is this scene that I wanted to talk about, which is Geppetto wakes up and he finds out his uh, his little puppet is uh, alive now. And Tom Hanks starts dancing with the puppet and the cat and Jiminy Cricket. And it was when I had this visceral realization, Tom Hanks is alone in a room. 
Tom Hanks is alone in a room doing a goofy fucking dance. Yeah. This man is a celebrated, venerated actor. He is, he is a hero of mine. He is, he's got so much talent in his left toe and he is alone in a room going, <laughs> Oh, look at my little boy. Yeah. And are... it was so upsetting. I, I have two things. One, uh, I think that speaks to the caliber of the performance he gives. It feels like he's in a room with a bunch of other people. So... <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this is going up in my rankings. And two, Jamie, I really don't criticize actors uh, when they're making films for the kids, all right? It happened to, like, Neil Patrick Harris, for instance, when he did the Smurfs. Famously, I think everyone's like, oh, I'm doing it for my kids. Maybe they're doing it with a paycheck. Who cares? He's doing it for Chet, okay? So just just give, give you know, just just take a second. He's <laughs> doing it for say, Chet. His, his children are grown fucking adults. <laughs> now, admittedly, I do think Chet would enjoy this movie, but that's beside the point. Um, so, um, what, Al, what do you do? You know, you've created life. Mm-hmm. It's their first day of existence. What what's the most logical thing? You go, all right, off you fuck. See you later. Go to school. You don't. I'm not going to walk <laughs> Jimmy, you there. You Jimmy, fucking moron. It, I think it has been a mon. I think it's been a couple days as part of this montage. I think it's meant to be time has passed. Okay, there's a, there's a thing in filmic, I you know, construction where montages sometimes represent the passing of time. I think it's okay. been a week. Uh, maybe I agree. This, I agree. It's, it's still his first time Jamie, out the house. You know what? You know what? Sorry. Let me let me take two seconds. Absolutely. I'm going to walk back my, my defense of Zemeckis' Pinocchio 2020. Uh, because <laughs> as soon as Pinocchio goes outside, he says, what's that big bright ball? And Geppetto goes, the sun. <laughs> Which means he literally never took him outside yeah, before he he's like been outside. to school by yourself. Like, off you go, fight your own way. I'm sure you know how maps work. Um, so yeah, he goes off your fuck. Uh, Jiminy Cricket, he's had a bit of a lion. He's like, shit. It's me. I'm Jiminy this, Cricket lad. is me. That's why I'm in my Jiminy Cricket outfit, of course. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm supposed to be his conscience. Uh, we then meet what I think is genuinely the only good part of this movie, yeah. and that is Keegan-Michael Key playing, uh, what is the fucking cat? Uh, Honest John, the uh, fox who will end up, spoiler alert, conning Pinocchio. Um, we also, uh, we, we meet a, um, a cat alongside of him uh, that he talks to, but the cat does not talk. And we're, we're, we're ending up with a, a, an interesting dilemma here. The fox can mm. talk. Jiminy Cricket can talk. The seagull we meet can talk. The two cats we meet are either the only species in existence that cannot speak or they are being kept very weirdly subserviently by every single other being on this planet. Cats need to be saved in the world of Pinocchio. I'm going on a campaign. I mm. want justice for the cats of the world of Pinocchio. No, no, no. Here's, here's the thing, Jamie. Okay? What, what we've discovered, I think, is that if you're a house cat, you continue to look like a cat, right? Figaro's meant to be a, a little kitten, I think. But yeah, he, like, he looks isn't like... anthropomorphic. But if you let your cat out onto the streets... The furries are gonna get it, all right. It starts walking on two <laughs> legs. It starts having some weird teeth. It starts wearing clothes, and all of a second, you have to think about furries again. And I'm sorry about that, guys. I'm sorry. There's a sexy fox. There's a there's a not sexy cat. Uh, big cat. Uh, figure is just a kitten. Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, uh, Keegan Michael Key. He's giving it his all he's here. He's doing great. great. He's he's at, yeah. He's recognizing that you just need to be larger than life for this fucking role. Oh, yeah. Um. Is it a, a, before I insult uh, a child? 
Is it a child playing Pinocchio? I assume Let's have a so. look. Uh, they are 13. Cool. Good job, kid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well done. You're 13. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to comment on your vocal performance. Yeah. Let's yeah. say that the director fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, uh, Keegan Michael Keyes, the fox, comes across uh, Pinocchio uh, and he's like, hey, what's up, buddy? Um, I'm totally your friend and we're going to go hang out. Um, Pinocchio's like, that doesn't sound right. Um, and eventually uh, Jiminy Cricket comes along. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 I'm popping back in for the details because yep. I watched it last night. Yeah, it's yeah. still fresh in my mind, of course. Uh, Kiki Michael Key is like, hey, kid, do you want to be famous? Uh, he doesn't yes. do this voice. I'm just doing this voice. Uh, and Pinocchio's like, what's famous? And he's like, famous is when you, uh, you, you, everyone loves you and they clap and you get money. And he goes, no, I've been told to go to school. No, you want to be famous, kid. Some people say you're not real until you're famous. Well, I don't have a conscience and I'm an idiot. So, yeah, I'm going to be famous. Woohoo! Uh, yep. It's depressing. Um, he then goes uh, off to, as you said, Jimmy Cricket shows up. Uh, Jiminy Cricket's like, you don't want to be famous, kids. You want to go to school. He's like, okay. The cat tries to hit him with a big mallet, knocks out Kiki Mikey Key, uh, and then knocks himself out. Yes. Yeah, and a little, little bit of slapstick hijinks. Uh, Pinocchio makes it to school. Uh, he is then immediately kicked out of school. Uh, I just for being wooden, I guess. Yeah, is that it's the, it, yeah? It's just you know, he's just, yeah, discriminating just, against yeah, wooden yeah. boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this uh, movie touches on dark themes. Um, so um, I want to throw, I want to throw. Jimmy Creek was like, "I'm not going to come to the school with you, Pinocchio, because they don't have bugs in there, but they will let yeah. wooden boys." And yeah. everyone has a bit of a lapse. <laughs> well, no, well, clearly they won't. Actually, clearly they won't. No, exactly. Which means he could have just stayed. Like, at what point is it less reasonable to accept that they will let wooden boy, uh, that a uh, talking bug in there? Then a wooden boy. Everyone yeah. involved in the decision making to send Pinocchio to school by himself and not have his father introduce him to the class was a moron. Yes. Um, so, uh, King of Michael Key has caught up with him. He's uh, stuck Jiminy Cricket under a jar and he's like, gone, Hey, kid, you saw school sucks. Why don't you come do drugs and be famous? Um, uh, and, you know, now that he's not got his conscience, he's like, Yeah, let's go. Um, and so he starts to, he ends up in a circus act, basically, uh, where because he's a real boy, uh, he can do, or he's an animated, you know, whatever you want to call him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I have no he, strings to hold me down. Yes, he, he's got no strings to hold him down. It means he can do things that a puppet normally wouldn't be able to do, and it makes it look like a really impressive puppet. Oh, oh. So, I, and at this yep. point, we uh, are introduced to, I think, one of the new characters uh, in yes. the movie, uh, which is uh, a little girl puppeteer, uh, who she has a broken leg. She's got a bad leg, I think, and has a little... Um, uh, I'm not sure what you call brace on it. Uh, she wants to be a ballerina. She can't be a ballerina uh, because of the brace. But instead, she does a little puppet show with the ballerina puppet. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, we got these new characters because, uh, <laughs> spoiler alert, we needed someone to get horny for Pinocchio later. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Jamie, in your memory, did you feel the original was lacking for the lack of a love interest for Pinocchio? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and we'll talk about my memory of the original movie in a few scenes time as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, they do. He does this um, show and is 
feet go really fucking fast. He, they go so fast. And this is, I've got no strings help me down. They go so fucking fast. He sets himself on fire. And everyone's like, oh my God, that's fucking amazing. And then that night, um, he, as we established, goes and flirts with the is, ballerina puppet. I want to stop. Sorry, just to uh, dive back into that scene for a second. It is kind of a horror scene. Like, it is, they play it kind of weird. I, I honestly, like, I have no strings to hold me down. Now they just plays like a horror movie song. Um, it, it doesn't play normal. Uh, everyone's laughing at him monstrously. Uh, people yeah. suck in this movie. And also maybe Pinocchio sucks. Yeah, I I can't imagine enjoying this as a child. I think it would be deeply disconcerting in many moments. This being one of them. Uh, the other one being later. Um... But uh, yeah, so he's he's uh, hang. They're they're in their wagon on their way to their next location, and Pinocchio goes through and he sees the uh, ballerina practicing. And so so let let's be very clear about this scene. We got we got Pinocchio, and he comes up and he starts dancing, perhaps we could say flirting, with the ballerina puppet. But the ballerina puppet is a puppet, and it is being controlled. <laughs> a human fucking being so am i to believe in this moment that this human adult is flirting with pinocchio she's not an adult she's a child is she a child yeah i I think she's meant to be like 12 at most is she supposed to be 12 i think so but she used to be a ballerina until a leg injury but, but, ruined her career. Yeah, like, Jamie, I'm going to break in some really depressing things to you about uh, uh, ballet. Uh, kids straight up go to like professional ballet academies from the time they're like eight. Um, okay, I, I understand that, but I don't think that I'm trying to find an age for this actress, but uh, she is 36. The what? actress playing that ballerina is 36 no. years old. Sorry, one second. Cayenne, Cayenne Lemire playing Fabiana is 36 years old. Now Sorry. I'm willing to stretch that maybe she's a really young looking 36 that is therefore playing like a full, like an 18 year old. Sorry, I need, I need to, yeah, 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 this is, one sec. I, uh, to be fair, there, the Cayenne Lemire uh, does not have uh a, a particularly large career and therefore um i am taking my information from uh disneyfanon.fandom.com so maybe she's not 36 but i don't think they've got it so wrong that she's actually 12 uh i have that she has the same birthday as me interestingly enough but uh albeit uh what, 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 six what, what, years uh also yeah um I, I, this, this, this person is not a child. This person is absolutely not a child. Uh, I'm wondering if they did some of the fucking, um, I, I am, that's. I I, I don't know what to tell you. Fabiana is absolutely not a child. She's 36. So, so let's return to my original point. She's from Nottingham? (laughs) (laughs) that that shocked you even more than the fact she's 36 um so let us return to my original point that this is a grown-ass adult flirting with pinocchio which is fucking weird as a plot point to end like you know what if you told me this was in the original pinocchio and they were like we'll keep it i'd be like fair enough the fact that this isn't in the original and they were like we need to add this scene is deeply deeply strange 
Anyway, while you're having a, a breakdown over the I'm age looking, of the I'm looking plane. into... Uh, I, am, I am just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to tell you, my man. Not a child. Um, anyway, uh, so while uh, doing his little flirtatious dance with the other puppet, uh, the evil runner of the... Um, uh, the circus finds them and it's like, no, no dancing when it's I'm not getting paid for it, which is interesting when you consider the concept of rehearsal. Uh, that he's like, you may only ever dance on stage for my show. And I'm like, well, they need to practice, but whatever. So he locks him in a cage and he's like, this is where you're going to fucking stay until we uh, until we get to our next location. Wah ha 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 I'm evil. Now, Alexander. We are just about an hour into this film, right? Just about an hour into this film. Uh, More or less halfway. Now, Al, if if I I say to you, Pinocchio, what's like the big thing you think of? What's like his his main... What's like his main thing, Alexander? Oh, his superpower, you mean? You mean his superpower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does he normally do? When he lies, his nose grows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so why the fuck are they King Konging us and we're fucking an hour into this movie and his nose hasn't grown once? I said this out loud and at this time, it is when his nose grows. Uh, And uh, Jiminy Cricket comes out uh, and he's, you know, telling his lies and he's trapped in his cage and his nose keeps getting bigger. Um, and eventually his nose gets close enough that he's like, hey, there's the key on the wall there. Um, how about how about you just lie a little bit more? You can go grab that key. We'll get you out of here. Now, I'll, I, I repeat, maybe, maybe I misremember Pinocchio, but I, I've really got a defining feature of his thing is that he lies and his nose gets bigger. And that's like kind of the message of the film that your kids shouldn't lie. Yeah. Oh, this is the only time in the entire fucking movie that this happens. This is in the remake. The only time he lies and his nose gets bigger is in this specific moment and it benefits him. He yeah. gets the key and it helps him get out. Like, genuinely, I, I have a bad memory for these things. Am I misremembering the original movie? I, Does it not appear in the original movie as much as I thought? Because this is the only time it happens. Yeah, no, I agree. I, in my head, it happens at least twice. Like, like, a, lo- like at least, like definitely more than once. And it definitely isn't always a good thing. No, like it's the only time it ever happens in this movie. It benefits him. Yeah, I'm gonna honestly, I'm gonna have a little. Uh, oh shit, do they even have? They do have the original. All right, it's, I'm gonna scan through this real quick and see if I can see more nose growth. <laughs> Fair um, why, why are you looking for nose? Jamie, growth? I'm still blown yep. up about the fact that Fabiano is a 36 <laughs> year old woman and not 12. Like I, I like genuinely disturbed. Like not disturbed. Like great, you you look like a 12. I'm sorry to the person. All right, one sec. Right, we- while you're scan scanning through looking for for nose growings. Um, they get out uh, through Jiminy Cricket and through, again, him lying and it benefiting him. Uh, they get out and they come across uh, our lovely Luke Evans as the coachman. And this is... Oh, God. For... Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. Yep. We're in Italy. Are we not? Yeah. We're in yes. Italia. <laughs> we're in 
an Italian up until now. I mean, Kiki Mercury's not had an Italian accent, but he's a fox. So you know yep. what? I don't know what accent foxes have. Fair enough. All of a sudden, yep. Luke Evans shows up. The most cockney bastard I've ever seen yeah. in a film. Oh, oh but <laughs> no, right not next, just him. Right the next to him next is <laughs> Kid from America, which raises the question... <laughs> How, what is this bus? Does it just go between countries? How does that work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, kid who is doing like what? What I can only assume is the Cockney accent of America. It's like a Boston. Uh, it's like, hey, Mister, how's it going? Yeah, we're heading off to Pleasure hey, Island. Yeah, I told uh, I, I'm a old timey. Holy shit! It, does his nose only grow once in the original for movie two? Okay, I think it may no. do. Oh no! How look. many times once. does Pinocchio? Only, it looks like only once. Lie. Pinocchio's note. Oh, oh, oh! There oh, oh, you oh. go. Okay. I, I, you know what? I have googled it. Pinocchio's nose only grows once in the original movie. That feels like I tell. I tell you what. I, I'm wow. Now I don't right. want to be a dick here, Jamie, but I feel like if I were a screenwriter trying to improve upon Pinocchio, I might. <laughs> yeah. I might. You know, introduce that like. Set up, we're going to remind people and then pay it off at the end, you know? Maybe, like, he tells his dad he loves him or something and his nose gets smaller. Or he goes into the big final scene with a, with a big nose. I don't know. I'm not a professional screenwriter. But that feels like something you could beef up, okay? I can, I can say I'm looking at the scene now. Uh, yeah. He does not... So, firstly, in that scene, it does not benefit him. Uh, he does not, like, get out of a cage. Uh, and he lies, and the fairy is there and tells him not to lie again. Like, it's really explicit. Yes. That does not happen in this version. He just gets the key, and they're like, sweet, let's go. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we've got I, weird... I think it's really sweet that you're so concerned about the moral fibre of our oh, children. Alexander, I am not done discussing the morals of this movie. <laughs> we will fucking get to it. Um, anyway, so they're off to Pleasure Island. Um, oh, great sounding point... name. Okay, you, you pitch yeah. me in a name called Pleasure Island. Like It's like Treasure Island, but pleasure. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, you will have to remind me. Jiminy Cricket gets flung off of this coach at some point. I can't remember how. Can you remind me? He because he ends up not coming to Pleasure Island. No, he gets lost somehow. I think he kind of falls off. Like I think he literally just like was on the side and he falls off out of the window. Yeah. Um. So yeah, all the kids they're like, we're going to Pleasure Island. Oh yeah, we're going. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I, it's really difficult child. to switch to Cockney. Yeah. I'm I was a trying child. to be Luke Evans Cockney. Yeah. I'm a gangster child who likes committing crime. Okay, let's go You're to Pleasure Island, please, monsieur. Um, so they go to Pleasure Island. Um, and Pleasure Island is perhaps the fucking freakiest thing I've ever seen in a kid's movie. It is all over. The but they have also, the people who remember the original, they've sanitized it a lot. Like in the original, they like smoke cigars and drink beer and stuff. And it's like supposed to be a like proper hedonism now they're just drinking like root beer floats and shit uh and there's like fake stealing stuff and is it not do they, do they explicitly say root beer floats i thought i thought it still meant to be beer right i thought i feel like i remember being annoyed that they very clearly weren't drinking beer that they said they weren't because they can't okay. have children drinking the beer because it's modern day disney but yeah uh, our our gangster friend and pinocchio get on a boat they're going through pleasure island uh all the kids are having a rip snorting good time breaking stuff up and pinocchio's like 
Oh, I'm not sure about this one, mister. Oh, wait one second, sir. I'm just trying to watch if... Uh, if it, I've got Luke Very Evans true. here holding up... Oh, I'm trying to see if it's actual beer or not. It might be beer. Okay. I think they don't um, anyway. say what it is. And I think the implication is you can read it whatever you want it to be. Yeah, I, maybe. I, I think um, at some so point yeah, they Evans say... Is talking about that you don't need a conscience anymore. Yeah, he's like, I oh, don't need a conscience. You're on pleasure. So that is, he's not Cockney. Uh, oh, yeah, mate. You're on Pleasure Island. Oh. Uh, <laughs> don't know what he's doing there. Um... um he does a song. Uh, uh, they, the kids are evil on this island. Straight up, yeah. kids, when, when given the opportunity to be evil, will be evil. There, there's a shop called Shop and Lift. There's a place where they beat up cuckoo clocks. Yeah. Uh, don't know why they're beating up cuckoo clocks, but every child, as we're told, loves beating up a cuckoo clock, all right? Yeah, if you don't like beating up cuckoo clocks, you're not a real boy. Uh, Pinocchio yeah. doesn't like any of this. Pinocchio, I, I feel, is too good in this movie. Uh, I feel in the original, he's a bit of a naughty little shit. And yeah. it becomes <laughs> Perhaps we'll get to that when I discuss about the message of this movie, making no fucking sense. Um, so, yeah, he's all, like immediately... Whereas, as you said, in the original... Pinocchio does indulge. He's like on pleasure. He's like, I'm gonna, ha- I'm gonna get drunk and smoke a cigar. Pinocchio here, like, really doesn't. Like, he's he's very disquieted by everything. Uh, they eventually end up at a pool hall, which is very funny. Got a twelve-year-old little fucking gangster kid hustling Pinocchio at pool, talking about uh, how much he loves playing uh, billiards. Um, but while they are there, uh, he starts to notice that uh, old his old buddy there. Uh, Lampwick um, is is starting to look a little weird. His nose is getting a little bit big. His his ears are getting bigger. What's going on? He's turning into a donkey, Alexander. And so we are reminded of the part of the movie that I completely fucking forgot, which is that this old Pleasure Island is a front for the coachman to turn children into donkeys to be used in his salt mine. So it's a really weird fucking concept. Um but yeah, every, there's there's new like ghost smoke monsters um that have been introduced into this uh version of the movie yeah. um that are you know collecting up all the children and stuff yeah. and um uh, but you know cuz yeah. I I don't want to be one of those plot holes people. I don't think it's a plot hole. But if you were going to just turn children into donkeys and she's a slaves. Why build the fun Pleasure Island? Yeah, <laughs> you really don't need it, to be honest. You can no. trick kids into drinking beer anywhere, really. Yeah. You've already, like, you've already, kid- you've cops. already kidnapped them. Like, you, you've already done the crime. You don't need the ruse. Um, but anyway, you are completely correct. Uh, so yeah, um, but because, uh, Pinocchio only had like a little bit you know he only just has like his ears turn into a donkey ears but just in time for Jiminy Cricket to turn up um I should say it again the uh the process of uh, turning the child into a donkey is also absolutely horrifying uh it's really scary I don't understand how this is a fucking kids movie I don't understand what a kid would get from this my kids having fucking nightmares if they're watching this um I would never take a child to see this I'd never take an adult to see it either but you know that's besides the point um, so we've got sort of a half donkey uh, little Pinocchio, uh, but they are en route back. Uh, are they not, Alexander? They are. So uh, they managed to kind of break out. Uh, they don't save any of the children as you. And again, again, didn't happen in the original version. I get that. 
The other like, so you could beef up maybe is uh, Pinocchio freeing slaves. That'd be mm-hmm. kind of good. That would indeed Pinocchio. That feels like a heroic thing. But no, instead, uh, he's getting back. Uh, and in fact, he gets back to uh, Italy very quickly from America. Uh, yeah. He uh, ends up back home. He's knocking on the door. And the seagull's like, your dad's not here. Um, so instead, they have to go back out to sea. Uh, they get to uh, the water. He's still got the donkey ears. He runs into the girl who is not 313. Yes, uh, the, the ballerina girl. She has now overthrown the cruel puppet master uh, who was previously uh, running the show. Uh, they now have a new family marionette theatre. Everyone's an equal partner. They say, why don't you come join the show? He goes, no, I need to go save my papa. It's more important that I save my papa than I become famous. Uh, and at that point, his ears change back into normal ears. Hooray, Pinocchio. Again, I feel like maybe he should have had to wait before he did something good rather than just talked about something good. But sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. The, uh, they um, then flirt so- some more. They dance. It's weird. They then get into a boat. His dad sold all of his stuff so he could get a boat and go to Pleasure Island to save Pinocchio. Pe- yep. Pleasure Island um, is clearly known. Like, it's clearly a thing out yeah, yeah, of yeah, nowhere. Yeah. yeah, he's like, he's on Pleasure Island. Oh, the place where they kidnap the children. Oh, I should probably go stop that. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, but we get the very fun scene of him water skiing uh, yeah. with holding onto a rope being pulled by the seagull. Um, and they spot each other from very far away. Um, uh, and he's like, Pinocchio! Now, reminder that we are basically coming towards, although there's still somehow another like fucking 20 minutes of this movie, we're basically oh, coming towards the last, last bit of the movie. Um, Geppetto and Pinocchio have been together for precisely one scene up until this point. We have seen yeah. them for one scene together. We have no sense of their connection. We do not fucking care that they are back together. But anyway, so Pinocchio, like, where have you been? He's like, oh my God, that's why I went to this place and then I went to that place. And anyone who's seen the original movie knows that this is uh, building up to um, a pretty big thing happening. Uh, so it's, I think, I think it is, uh, Ellen made this point. I think it is relatively deliberate at this point as a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge to people knowing that they're about to get eaten by a fucking whale by having a really prolonged him speaking going, I went to Pleasure Island and I was going to be famous, but then I said people turning into the so I didn't. And having this really long build up and then bang, slap. Oh, that are, also is my, the only joke I like in the entire film. Which is there's there are two there's one god awful joke uh, which is should never be spoken but I will uh, at the end uh, but the, jo- the joke here which I like is like you said Pinocchio is like here's everything that happened in my day and said it all very fast and that and then his dad goes you did all that in one day I find that moderately yes. funny it's not a great joke but I enjoyed it they then get eaten yeah. by the whale except Jamie yeah. it's not a whale anymore no <laughs> it's, it's a it's a, fucking, it's a it's, it's a giant whale it's, octopus. It's a Cthulhu-esque uh, monster yeah. uh, who is, as well, we'll get to it, but is an active villain in it. Whereas in the original, just a, just whale. a fucking whale. It's just a whale. It's kind of what whales do. They kind of snap things up. Yeah, uh, yeah like he, he wasn't, it wasn't his fault. Uh, yeah. You were the one hanging out in whale territory. I feel but, just uh, no, like kids to go out and start hunting whales again. And I really yeah. don't think that should be encouraged. <laughs> uh, so, um... They're back in, they're, they're in the whale, uh, you know, before he's swallowed. We've all seen this sort of scene before. So they start a fire uh, to get the whale to open its mouth. Uh, they sneeze, it, the whale sneezes him out. Uh, and then again, yeah, this is the bit where it starts to make no fucking sense uh, because the mm-hmm. whale comes after them for some reason. Yeah. Because as we now learn, he is a, he is a 
creepy whale Cthulhu monster. Uh, we then get <laughs> Pinocchio doing his des- best uh, uh, Hoffman impression from the SpongeBob movie uh, because he holds onto the boat and makes his legs go really, really fucking fast yeah. like he's a speedboat. Uh, it is exactly a plot point uh, from the SpongeBob movie. It is very weird that it's reused here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he makes his legs go really, really fast like he's a powerboat. The um, monster's chasing after them. Uh, they go really, really fast. Keep going, keep going, going. Oh, they're going to catch him. No. And they make it in time. They make it onto the shore. But his um, dad's dead, Jamie. Yeah, he's lying down there. He's looking all sad. <laughs> it's, I'm very immature. But uh, so they do a little broken version of When You Wish Upon a Star here. Yeah. So, so Pinocchio doesn't finish the song. And he sings, instead, when you wish upon a star, your dreams come. And then he just stops. and i recognize i'm very childish but that is very funny sorry when you you find you wish upon a start your dreams come jamie there's nothing funny to find about the fact that a boy becomes a real boy when his dreams come okay there's nothing funny about that (laughs) i mean that was the first time i really felt like a real boy um but yeah, so he's he's having a little cry over Geppetto. Geppetto wakes up. He's actually alive. And then they talk about um, being a real boy. And he says... Geppetto has a dick, be... yeah, dick quote where he's like, oh, but you're not a real boy. Your legs move too fast. A real boy couldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, Pinocchio says that he's learned to be brave, honest, and unselfish. I will be returning to that. Um, and then he walks away and Disney fucking blue balls us and i predicted it was gonna fucking happen i predicted it was gonna fucking happen now because uh ellen said like halfway through the movie hey do you reckon they're actually gonna show him becoming a real boy or not and i said like are they uh, no she said what are they gonna do are they gonna have a cgi real boy or are they gonna have a real human actor and i said they're gonna pussy the fuck out and not show him being a real boy because it's impossible to do so without it looking horrifying. Mm-hmm. Because what do you do? Do you do a CGI boy that looks exactly like Pinocchio? That would look weird. Do you cast a real boy that therefore would not look like Pinocchio? That would also be weird. So it is fucking proof that this movie shouldn't have been made in the fucking first Yes, you have your hand up. Let me finish my fucking rant. <laughs> this movie shouldn't have been made in the fucking first place because... It doesn't make any fucking sense as a live action movie. It doesn't make any fucking sense as a live action movie because you can't have him become a real fucking boy. So they have him walk away and his like knobbly knees kind of look like they smooth over, but it's left up to interpretation about whether he's an actual real boy or not. Now you can go, Alexander. I fucking hate the end of this movie. Can I just say, I really, really love that I gave the silent signal that at some point (laughs) I'll make a point, but silently because I know we sometimes jump over each other a lot while speaking. And instead you go, shut up with your hand up speaking. (laughs) That hand's too loud. Which I love. It's very, okay. it's very us. What but, um, point did you want to make, Alexander? The point I, I wanted to make is, end of this at the very end, it's weird. So obviously Jiminy Cricket is making the thing saying, like, some stories say he became a real boy. Did he? Who knows? They do show, the like, basically the joints on his legs disappearing. 
So I think yeah. it's implied that he does become a real boy because, like, if you look at the but, back of his leg, if you look at the back of his legs, yes, no, no, absolutely, it, 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 flesh it grows out. over like, them in a yeah. disturbing but, horror movie sequence. But, but then after that, Jiminy Cricket says it's up to your interpretation. But as you say, that doesn't make any fucking sense. I've just seen his legs turn into real fucking legs. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? So, but it, it's really trying to have its cake and eat it here. I fucking hate it. I hate the ending. I think it's rubbish. And I want to talk about brave, honest, and unselfish. At what point? In any way in this movie, did he A, demonstrate that he needed to learn to be brave, honest, and unselfish? He in no way, at any point in the movie, acts cowardly, deceitfully, or selfishly. He yeah. lies one time in the movie, and it fucking helps him. And then, at the end, he's not demonstrating bravery, honesty, or unselfishness. He, you know, he just fucking escapes from a Cthulhu monster. Yeah. Like... <laughs> No, I'm with like, you there. Bit, uh, like, there's no fucking message to this movie for fucking children, which is what, like, it is perhaps um, one of the most obvious overt this is a message for children movie because it's all about not lying. His nose fucking grows when he lies. It's the mo- like, you would use that to your child and say, don't lie, your nose will grow. Like, it's the most overt this is a kid's movie with a message that you're supposed to teach children and their own fucking message doesn't make any fucking sense. I, I agree i have a lot less uh, anger about it i do find it weird that it's just told in a horror movie for kids uh, but like quite an <laughs> oh, intense yeah, no. horror film um but it's a weird one uh definitely i i he does show that he's i guess the unselfish is meant to be that like he had a choice between going to the puppet show or saving his father and that was unselfish and I guess brave. I t- like, yeah, it's, it's not. Come on, untru- it's that, not yeah, it, it is the it is the lowest level of un- like saving your own dad. Who's like, gone, who's in danger because he's trying to save you? Is uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Right. I feel like there's a lot in this story where, like, look, obviously there's the original Italian uh, serialized stories. Um, I feel like you very much could have just done uh, the same thing, but like made it slightly more of a traditional modern film with a lot of, I'm not saying these make the original Pinocchio better. What I'm saying is if you were bothering to make a remake, I don't know why you'd use the exact same structure of an animated film which is like 50 minutes long. And then yeah. stretch it out to two hours. It's it's nuts. And and like it like I say, it it doesn't work. So we haven't really talked about the visuals of this oh, up to this at the point. end it genuinely looks like a pier- like I, I i know this is overused i know this is an overused statement i'm sorry they're gonna overuse it again at the very end it looks like he's in a ps2 game partly because the wood doesn't look good anywhere in the film like that they they, uh, they can because do the it's like the live action stuff for the lion king i will freely accept bad movie doesn't make any sense because you can't have the lion's faces emote but it's really impressive CGI to look like a lion. That Pinocchio doesn't exist. He doesn't look wooden in this movie because, of course, he doesn't because it would look weird for him to look wooden and still be moving. And they and he wouldn't look much like the original Pinocchio, which is what they're clearly desperately yeah. trying to cling on to. That he must still look like the original Pinocchio. But- so I, we need to try I, and make him look I, I as smooth as possible. Obviously, not obviously, but like the, I am quite. I will probably watch the Gamel de Toro version, but that looks a yeah. lot better because wood looks a lot better in clay. And like you can, you get that. Like okay, it's not actual wood, or I don't know. Just build him out of actual wood and do it as a puppet. Like 
You could have just yeah. done the puppet and CGI out the strings, and then that would still be better than, like, why do you need to have him be CGI? And, like, I just... Because I think that's the worst way to do it from a cinematic standpoint, is he looks weird yeah. and it doesn't help. It also doesn't help that Pinocchio doesn't really have a character. He's just like, I want to become a real boy! That's sort of it. Yeah. I'm doing a Mickey Mouse voice, like, I don't know why, but... <laughs> and, like... The whole world feels so strange. Like, none of it feels like they're ever in, like, an actual location. Yeah. They never feel like they are in a place. I, like, I, they only ever feel like they are in a digitally created scene. Like, yeah. I never get a sense of, like when they're walking through the streets that they're like actually on some fucking streets or when they're in Geppetto's house, it doesn't feel like a house. Like it, it's such, it, it it's a movie that for so many reasons doesn't make sense for a live action recreation because like, or if you're going, why not just make the whole thing CGI? Like if you're going to yeah, remake yeah. this movie, why like animated movies still exist. Yeah, yeah. Why not use the modern day animation technology that you have and just make the whole movie I, animated but with modern style? I have to assume there's someone at uh, Walt Disney Pictures um, who has a portfolio which is referred to as live action remakes. And as they basically go through everything and they're like, live action remake, live action remake. Like, it, especially because like, uh, outside of the fact that this, I I, I have to I, I, like I, again I, I need to be more into it. But like I have to assume the reason why it's live action remakes rather than rather than making another animated version is because you need to want to continue to own the rights in perpetuity. They are trying to adapt the existing version rather than readapt the story of it. So they have to try and keep as close as possible to the original tales, and that then ends up that they often into this, this shit like visual thing where they can't visually innovate because it has to look like the original one everyone's really yeah. boring and it's just ugh. anyway let's talk about the film uh from our scale so of course when we review movies we review movies to tom hanks uh on a set of three criteria uh, uh so one how good is this movie out of five two how good is tom hanks out of five three the tom hanks dick meter out of five of course and then finally uh not criteria but a uh, binary system does this go into your hanks bank so jamie uh we've been complaining about this film a lot i will say this about live action remakes in general i think you were saying this at the beginning the ones that work are the ones that uh most are the ones that take a sideways glance at the original property so like maleficent isn't a perfect movie but it's an interesting movie because it's not just Sleeping Beauty. It is yeah. instead like, okay, cool. Here's a side character. What if we made a movie about them? What, you know, it's kind of trite when they were doing their villain because this was almost preceded the, uh, or felt like it preceded the the live action remakes because you had this, you had the, um, they did live action Snow White, uh, I think at some point or like uh, it's called Mirror Mirror. Um, there were two. There's Snow White mm. and the Huntsman and Mirror Mirror kind of system, and I think Mirror Mirror was a Disney film. Um, and that was like Julia Roberts as the Queen as well. And Cruella, which is not a great film, but is an enjoyable movie off the bat that like, I like Craig Gillespie, I like his work. Um, he's not, again, not the best director ever, but he's a fun director. And that it is visually innovative and that it tells an interesting story. 
that's fun, all right? And also the Dalmatians are murderers. And, and, explains... and also, you know what? Most of the things that appear in those movies are people. And so having people played by people is fine. Whereas having something that doesn't exist, like what is the point of a live action remake where it's not like, like Lion King, for example. So let before we get on, to, let's have a look at just the ones that, are, as we say, are those just pure remakes of the original stories in order You've got the Cinderella, which got 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. You've got Jungle Book, which got 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. You've got Beauty and the Beast, 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. It will never get that good again. So you then have Dumbo, which got 45. Aladdin, which got 57. The Lion King, which got 52. Uh, Lady and the Tramp, which got 65. Uh, Mulan, which got 73. Slightly better, but again, you know, people people are in that so if you're making it with people it kind of makes sense um and then you have pinocchio now which is the worst one yet at 29 percent. so since those first sort of two with cinderella and the jungle book and maybe beauty and the beast since then most of these have been generally considered to be bad movies with yeah. mulan being the only exception there and that's because they don't make sense dumbo the Lion King, Pinocchio, those three movies do not make sense to be remade in live action when their main characters are not... Like, I'll tell you what, you make a fucking Dumbo movie with a real fucking elephant, I'll fucking watch that. I don't think it'll be good, but I'll fucking watch a Dumbo movie with a real goddamn elephant. But it's... it's um, for me, yeah. what the issue is always going to be is... Ever since uh, that year, I think it's like 2019, I think, maybe 2018, when um, The Lion King, come, like Disney has five movies that came out of the year, I know because I quoted it all the time, five movies that came out of that year that made a billion dollars, of which two were live action remakes, because one was The Lion King and one was Aladdin. And yeah. they are going to be chasing that train forever. Yeah, and like, yeah. And the, despite the fact that both are not critically well regarded, The Lion King has probably come, even come down in estimation from there. And I think Aladdin's gone up. I think people like Aladdin a lot more than Lion King. Um, the Lion King is... I genuinely think, like, so much worse a movie in every way and so much a horrible cash grab that it's... Uh, it makes me a bit sad uh, talking about The Lion King remake, to me, to be honest. And the issue with this is, like, but this is in the Dumbo tier, right? Like, this is... Why did you even bother make Like, why, why did yeah. you make Dumbo a movie with a bunch of racist tropes in it? Like, wh like yeah. wh why did you want to keep hold of Dumbo? Like, because you have a ride at Disneyland? Like, wh 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 why? No one really is a big fan of Dumbo. No one's wearing, like, a Dumbo hat places. Like... Yeah. And, and a very similar... Like... I think the original Pinocchio is a good film. Yeah. I do not feel it is one that, you know is really held in people's hearts that like, oh, I fucking loved Pinocchio. Oh my God, Pinocchio was my favorite movie as a kid. I, I want to, like, I, 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 I want my children to have their Pinocchio. Like, I can understand The Lion King and going, we want a new generation of children to have their own Lion King. Like, it's dumb, it's bad, it makes no sense because, you know, you can't, cgi yeah. it's just lifeless fucking lion faces but at least it makes sense and and like 
Mulan as well. Like I, and again, I think it makes sense as a, a remake because sure. they're mostly human characters. I just don't understand who who sat in a room and said we need Pinocchio. I I I, I really I, don't. What and, I don't and, understand- unless it is as simple as you say. It's a rights issue, which we know Disney do do. We know Disney have a huge fucking thing about that, about making sure they hold on to their yeah. rights. So maybe it was literally just, well, no, but it can't be because there's another Pinocchio movie being made. My, so they, they can't my, have the fucking no, 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 rights. No, no, my, my question is, so it's, it's more than that, right? So like Disney have fought very hard against their films entering the public domain. Yeah. Historically, it would be, it was like 70 years when, I think it was less before, but it was about 70 years before a thing would enter the public domain. So my guess is, when does Pinocchio come out? 1940? 1940. Sure. So it's about 70 years, but they have to prove, I believe that they are, I think nowadays they change the law that they have to prove that they are like actively using the IP. uh, And so maybe it's less, so they're not holding on to Pinocchio, i.e. the original Italian story, but the rights to the image they created, which is why... This fucking CGI Pinocchio looks exactly like this. It's yeah. like a fucking Mickey Mouse. Like it, it's, it's, it's. Pinocchio's barely even a fucking character. He's a sticker at this point. He's just yeah. an image. It, Pinocchio is really. There's a few Disney movies like this, like Dumbo. This is too, where what it is really is that like when you go to Disneyland, Pinocchio's there, and like yeah. actually probably the be- the most enjoyable experience of the character is probably at Disneyland because you it's just you know it's passing like. They maybe have one ride or something. I'm sure after it, maybe someone goes around in a Pinocchio costume. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I love when you go and smoke cigars with Pinocchio. Yeah, it's I mean, my favorite look, experience I like that kids can't go to Pleasure Island. It's great, of course, <laughs> the best bit of uh, those things. I I think the issue is that I was listening to a podcast with a very similar name to us, uh, uh, Blank Check. Uh, yes, which is a very good podcast, uh, and they were talking about another one of Zemeckis's films, which was. Um, uh, Welcome to Marwin, the film with uh, Steve Carell, in which he plays uh, a man who was beaten so badly he develops like amnesia and uh, takes photos of like dolls to like regain his memory. And they kind of talk about yeah. how that film is based on a uh, documentary, which is really good, and the, the, obviously the film they don't like. And what they said, which I think is very true, is that uh, Zemeckis, no, not even Zemeckis, sorry. There's an instinct when you adapt something, right? You got there's kind of two things you can do. Either it you interpret the thing. So you say, I think I can actually add something to the story. I'm gonna bring something to the story, and that's gonna justify you watching it. And the other instinct, which is a much worse instinct, is a curative is like a curation instinct. It's well, I liked the documentary, so I want to tell that I want other people to experience that story, so I'm gonna make a version of that film. But in reality, that instinct is really bad because, like, why don't you just point people towards the original film and they watch that too? If you, yeah. if you're like, well, we've got to tell Pinocchio again because the, the original Disney movie is so great, then just point people to the original Disney movie. Don't make it yeah. like this, which is crap and doesn't add anything at all because it's no. so, at times, so strict a remake in its aesthetics, in uh, its structure, in its characterization, and other times so bad a remake in the things it adds, where it's like. Pinocchio, the lying scenes uh, when Pinocchio's, when Geppetto is like, you're going to be, I don't know if doing that accent, you're going to be my son, when he's making Pinocchio to look exactly like his son. Um, all that stuff is bad, like when Monstro is again a, a, a octopus. Um I'm going to give this film a 
Ooh, that's actually tough. I'm, I'm, I'm torn between a two and a one. Um, uh, I'm gonna say a, I'm gonna say a one. I'm feeling punchy. I I think it's more than just like a bad movie. I think there are things about it which I think are like. I I actually dislike the fact that this movie is made rather than just like yeah. I I, yeah. No, I, I I don't think it was. I I completely agree. Uh, I'm gonna give it a 0.3 because of course I can go into decimals, so I feel like it. Uh, I'm not quite going to give it a zero. I know I did shit on the visual style of this. I think there are some some decent CGI yeah. things that look decent in CGI in this. Whether I agree with their stylistic choices, I think the the tech the tech is relatively decent. I also think Keegan Michael Key is very good. He's in good, this. and that and that's what's keeping it from a zero. Yeah. <laughs> like that's I, what's making it a zero point three. And uh, I will also say, and we're about to move into this. Of course, uh, I don't hate Tom Hanks's performance in this. I just don't know why he's in this movie at all. Like, yeah. Um, but but let just very briefly before because we we won't come back to it. Is Zemeckis still a good filmmaker? Was he? Well, I have two questions. Mm. Is Zemeckis still a good filmmaker? I think the answer to that is no, because I'm going to give you what he made since Castaway in 2000. So we're looking at this century. Polar Express, Beowulf, Christmas Carol, Flight, The Walk, Allied, Welcome to Marwen, The Witches, Pinocchio. So, so definitely no movies that reach the same level of Castaway. Uh, Maybe flights nominated for an Academy movies. Award. Yeah, flight. So the ones I was going to say that flight is the only one that I would think is generally considered a Top by, by most people good, very yeah. good movie. Um, Allied Beowulf, people. I've, Allied, heard, okay I, I, I've about. heard people like Allied. That's the one with Marion Cotillard and Brad Pitt, right? Yes, I've, I've heard uh, some not terrible let's... things about that. You know, sixty-one percent. What does the walk have? Uh, well, the walk, the walk is a is a a documentary. Like, no, 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 the walk is not a documentary. It is the yes, it is the uh, what what do they call those? What do they call those? It's like a it's it is a biopic. It's not a documentary. Biopic. It's like an adaptation of eighty-three eighty-three percent. Okay, so he has maybe I'm maybe I'm being unfair. What I think is what I think is this: when Rob Zemeckis does his best stuff, um. He's obviously like, and this is not a new insight. He is a director who's obsessed with uh, tech. He's always interested in like pushing tech forward. I think it's what motivates him. Uh, as James Cameron is motivated by his desire to go do stuff in the sea, um, Robert Zemeckis is, is motivated by his desire to do stuff with tech. It is worth noting that within those, a lot of those good ones, he did not write. Yeah. So he did not write Allied. He did not write Flight. He did not write Beowulf. He did not write Castaway, and he did not write Forrest Gump. Yeah. No, I, I, he did write I, Back to the yeah. Future movies, obviously. Uh, he, well, he co-wrote them. Um, there was uh, another writer on that too. Um, but uh, what I would say is, like, of those films, the ones which obviously don't do, which I think are uh, they do uh, commercially fine, but they do critically poorly, I think, is. Um, Things like this, things like the uh, the witches just came out during COVID, so doesn't really count. But like the Beowulf ones, all that kind of stuff. He's obsessed with the tech. Yeah, I also think that like I have a feeling the reason why he's making these last two movies is because the movies he made beforehand, he had, a, he had a, you know that's a three movie run, which were went from very well regarded, not so well regarded, to pretty well regarded. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good run. You don't. There's not a whole lot of movies like that getting made anymore for that for the money which they were made at. So I think yeah. he has a budget issue where 
Robert Zemeckis does best in movies with, like, like you said with the remakes, right? Like, he does best in movies with people, uh, yep. where there's physical people, where his main character isn't a, a pine boy, or, or in the case of The Witch, is a, a mouse boy. I think The, the Witch is definitely a better movie than this. Like, The Witch is a, mu is a much, much better film than this. Um, but I have a feeling the adult movies he wants to get, I'm sure he's shopping them around, and I have a feeling they're not getting funded. Um, yeah, I, I think he's doing this because he likes making movies. This is this is bad. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's like, interesting though, right? Like it's interesting when people you think have had such a bad run, and in the middle of that they had an okay bit of a run. They had a, a three movie streak of okay, those are pretty good, and then back to dross. Yeah. So Tom Hanks, you said why is he in this movie? Well, there's two. I have two answers for that. Um. Firstly, it was originally rumoured to be directed by Paul King, who is the creator, uh, the yeah. writer-director of the Paddington movies. Uh, and it was reported when he was out of the running that Tom Hanks dropped out. Yeah. So then when Zemeckis comes back in, he clearly just likes Zemeckis. So there's point number one. Why is he in this? Because he's worked with Zemeckis in the past. He likes Zemeckis. He's in this film was so good with Paul King. With Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, the other part is... When the casting for this first came out, I thought, that's great fucking casting. Tom Hanks as Geppetto. Like, I I think it's it's an iconic character that he wanted to play. And I think that someone of his stature makes sense to play. An iconic animated character come to real life. You know, he's, he's an old, you know, well-meaning father figure to the people who watch the movie. And that's the role that Tom Hanks sort of has in society as well. So I don't think inherently Tom, Hank, Tom Hanks as Geppetto. I don't think that hmm. in a complete vacuum. Nothing else going no, on I... around it. Tom Hanks as Geppetto, I think's not a bad idea. The execution is dog shit. Mm. Uh, and I, Tom I, Hanks gets a, he gets a bad opportunity here. I, he doesn't get a I think, good opportunity. I think for me, like this would, in a better movie this level of performance is fine. Like, it's fine. I think the issue yes. for me is, like, everything surrounding it drags it down, where you yeah. consider it, it worse it, because of it. So, like... Tom, I, yeah, Tom Hanks, is, Tom Hanks is not the yeah. reason this I, is bad. Just like he was not the reason I Elvis was good. <laughs> a lot about... If you ever watch the... Um, to the behind the scenes on Four Weddings and a Funeral, um, yeah. the cast say this repeatedly, and they'll say this in any interview, too, where they're like, yeah, so we were on set just being like, this is straight to DVD. This is trash. Like, and <laughs> it reminds me how often in the process of making a movie as an actor, you have no idea the quality of the film. Like a professional set uh, is... Especially on something yeah. like this. So like a professional set is a professional set, right? Like as long as that environment is good, you go out and you make your thing and then the movie gets made really away from you. You don't, you're not necessarily that in the process. Unless it's something like... Lord, you know, the, the original Lord of the Rings trilogy where you're over in New Zealand all the time and all that kind of stuff. You know, a lot of the time on a lot of films, it's hard to know if it's good before it gets made. And, like, yeah. so I can understand where, like, I'm always like, why are you in this bad movie? It's like, well, your friend was making it. You were probably offered $5 million to do what was maybe a week's worth of work. Yeah. And uh, you, you should have been in pajamas the entire time. Um, I'm going to give him a... <laughs> I'm going to give him a three. I don't think... I think he's fine with it. I, I think he's fine. I think I'm going to go slightly lower than three Fair. simply on the accent. I think it's bad. I, I do think the accent... The accent's not only bad, it's cowardly. 
That's what that's what annoys me most about Jamie, the accent. Jamie, Jamie, sorry. He gave a bold and brave accent <laughs> performance in Elvis, and you slagged him down. And now in this, yeah. he, he takes it back a step, and all of a sudden, ah, it's not enough. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> you are correct. I contain multitudes. <laughs> um, and like, I, the accent really like because I've I've heard him do broad fun accents that's what annoys me about the elvis movie is that you've got fucking austin butler doing the greatest impression of elvis you have ever seen and fucking tom hanks garbling his way through every line whereas i've seen tom hanks do fun bad accents like uh the terminal like lady killers and i think this movie ah, ah, ah. is perfectly deserving of a really fun, bad okay. Tom Hanks so, accent. So what you're saying is when there's a point where like Geppetto goes to the daughter and says, oh, like, I want the cuckoo clock. Give me the cuckoo clock. I need the cuckoo clock. Yes. Here's a 500 wheeler and you give me the cuckoo clock. And what you're saying is you want him to match that energy. Well, I would argue without him matching that, or at least doing something, it sounds even weirder. The fact that you have another guy going, I wanted a cuckoo clock. And then Tom Hanks is just doing like, like the fucking, he drank a little bit of pasta water before he started speaking. <laughs> like the subtlest little inflection. I want him to be a little bit bolder with it because otherwise it just sounds weird. Okay, so what, what but then again, him? the rest of the accents are all over the place. Um, I'm, so I'm going to give him a 2.7. Um, and then the Tom Hanks dick meter. How much of a dick is Tom Hanks in this film? Uh, he lets a child go out into the world, like a half child go out into the world that can't even think for himself and be like, fuck off, go off. Uh, he's an absolute terrible father. Um, and so I'm going to give him a 4.5. Uh, I'm going to give him an eight. Um, look, <laughs> we need to really dig into the four important questions here. Um, one, he wishes for a doll to have sentience. That is a curse I do not wish upon anything or anyone, okay? So from off the bat, a dick. He cursed the sentience onto a piece of wood. That wood was enjoying its life just being wood, okay? You, you curse that wood. Uh, two, as you said, he sends uh, a small child uh, out into the world uh, with no supervision. Uh, he hadn't seen the sun before, and yet you expect him to navigate his way uh, to school. That was a bold, bad choice, uh, and I don't <laughs> know why you were doing that. Uh... Three, uh, look, the moustache is great, but it kind of looks like a dick moustache, all right? It's a lot of power. You look a little bit like John Bolton. John Bolton wasn't very good. And fourth and finally, look, his son died. His first son, his biological son, died. <laughs> and that makes Under mysterious dick. circumstances. All I'm saying is, how did his son die? Was Geppetto involved? Will Geppetto murder again? These are the important questions which the film does not answer. And as such... Uh, an eight. Very good, very good. Uh, and Alexander, I must ask the uh, the simplest of questions: uh, Is this going in your hanks bank? No. Does this save humanity or whatever? No, 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 no. Of course no. not. What about you? So. No, of course not. Um, so when we don't put things in our Hanks, Hanks Blanks Bank, um, we must of course put something in its stead. Well, you know, something to to keep the masses. Um, satiated for one more week. So, Alexander, what are you going to present instead of? The Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. All right, I love hobbits. You, you want, you want some good in the world? Get me some hobbits. 
All right? You want some fantasy without, like, just women getting abused all the time? Give me some Lord of the Rings, all right? Cool. They got some cool orcs in it. I love cool orcs. They're scary orcs now. That's right, baby. None of the Hobbit CGI orcs. They clearly learned their lesson from that. They were like, all the orcs yeah. are practical. Otherwise, nerds will murder us, all right? That's great. I've got some... I've got Galadriel. She keeps flipping around and hitting people with a sword. Great. I've got uh, Lenny Henry in it. I don't know why Lenny Henry's <laughs> doing an Irish accent, but he's in it and I love it. All right? Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power goes into the hangs bag. Uh, I have some issues with Lord of the Rings and Rings of the Power, but I want to make it clear once again that it has nothing <laughs> to do with the race of anyone in the... <laughs> um, What am I going to present instead of Pinocchio? Um, the Queen. <laughs> it's oh, what geez. she would have wanted. <laughs> And I will say nothing further. Um, Alexander, let's talk about the future of this podcast a little bit. What have we got coming up? We've, of course, got um, Anne Hathaway has um, her movie that came out on the film festival uh, circuit, uh, Armageddon Time. Uh, That is with uh, the guy I've forgotten the name of, uh, Jeremy Strong. Mm-hmm. Um, it should hopefully be coming out uh, later this year around uh, November I think so you can expect that from us uh, in terms of the podcast let's talk a little bit about Tom Hanks though what has he got coming up well he's got a movie supposedly slated for release uh, around Christmas time this year A Man Called Otto uh, he is the only uh, actor of note in this mm. uh, a cranky retired man strikes up an unlikely friendship with his boisterous new neighbours a remake of the Swedish film from 2015 now we know remake of sort of Swedish Norwegian uh, Finnish movies this can really go one or two ways this can either be everyone talks yeah. about oh that's a really great movie oh but you should see the original or that's a terrible movie what a disrespect to the original and it's really gonna go one or two ways I, I, I see no option except for it is incredible or it's very very bad it's not just gonna be meddling yeah, um, but I'm that not, should be exciting I'm, I'm maybe not much much more exciting. We've got Asteroid City, which is the new Wes Anderson movie starring Margot Robbie, Tom Hanks, Steve Carell, yes. Scarlett Johansson, Tilda Swinton, Brian Cranston, Adrian Brody, uh, Edward Norton, Willem Dafoe, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Goodness gracious. And Jeffrey Wright and probably even more people. Um, so that is also coming later this year. So hopefully, fingers crossed, you know, Wes Anderson movie, very unlikely to be a miss. We might get back on good uh, terms there. And his only other movie uh, currently in the books it's a movie called here alexander it's set in one single room follows the many people who inhabit it over years from past to future and it is written and directed by robert zemeckis (laughs) one last ride alexander we thought he was out but just when he thought we're out he pulls us back in we're gonna have to watch another fucking robert zemeckis movie next year but that's what we got coming up uh a few hopefully exciting good movies uh, coming out for you both know, Tom Hanks and Anne Hathaway over the next couple of months. You know what's really depressing? We've now watched yep. so many Robert Zemeckis movies, I wonder if we should just watch all the rest just to finish, like, just to have seen all of them, because we've watched <laughs> probably half of his movies now, so I might just personally watch every other one. Uh, I personally cannot do that to myself, considering I think I have liked maybe two of them. Back and to the like, Future? Uh, to be fair, I've... I've not seen the Back to the Future movies, Alexander. You've not seen Back to the Future? Oh, if only Tom Hanks, we edit Tom Hanks in that so we can all watch it. (laughs) Um, 
But yes, may- maybe you'll catch us on uh, the Zemeckis Bank uh, coming up soon. But we've got those exciting uh, Tom Hanks and Anne Hathaway movies coming for your ear holes over the next few months. Alexander, until that next episode drops in our lovely sporadic schedule, what can our dear listeners do? Guys, you can act as uh, sleeper agents, all right? Uh, in the next three weeks, at a point you don't realise, you're going to hear a code word. The code word is going to be Shrek. When you hear the word <laughs> Shrek, you will be activated. When you'll be activated, I want you to go out onto the street, run around and grab every open phone you see. These are phones that people are on. You can then go get it. You're then going to go download every episode of the podcast onto their phones. You will then give them the phones back. That is very important. No keeping the phones. Just downloading the podcasts and enjoy it. When you hear the code word Shrek again, you'll forget that you did this. You have been activated. Thank you, agents. Uh, and dear agents I must pass on to you of course the most important message of this podcast which is when you wish upon a star your dreams come from me Jamie and my co-host Al that is one more ep in the bank when you wish upon a star your dreams will oh (laughs) blank spank